Oh, man. Uh, Jalen Williams, five shots. Oh, let's jump into this. This is happening in Auburn, Alabama. This is a, we're a football school, but we're also an everything school. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, our Henry Service Company post-game show. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and you can call our friends at Henry's at 334-288-2700 for any of your HVAC electrical plumbing needs. They have you covered. Auburn losing to Texas A&M 79-63, somehow feeling worse than that, somehow. And, I mean, Texas A&M caught fire. We saw this the last time Auburn played the Aggies. They just were hot, and they had a hard time missing ever. Um, From three, they shot 36.8%. From three, they shot 47% from the floor. And you just look at what Auburn did. They shot 18% from three, which is not... um, which is not very good. And look, we've seen this team win in those type of situations, but we haven't seen them play that poorly against a good team, right? I think the only team on the schedule so far that was in the same tier as Texas A&M, I think it's kind of been two because Auburn hasn't really had a tough schedule. Is Arkansas when they're at home, and I think Texas A&M is better than Arkansas. Arkansas is not the team that we thought they would be. They're missing... You know, they're a key guy there. And I guess Northwestern, maybe, maybe. And you can discount that if you want. But, I mean, we saw how poorly Auburn played in that Northwestern game. But to me, my biggest question of all of this, and we'll talk about officiating. I see a lot of you guys in the live chat to talk about officiating, and that's cool. I think I'm going to disagree with you all a little bit on that. We will certainly talk about it. But my biggest issue is, like, there's a million things that went wrong for Auburn. But the thing I have the biggest problem with, it was an Auburn's court. Auburn controlled it. Why is Jalen Williams shooting the ball only five times? It doesn't make any sense to me. In a season where we've seen Auburn's guards just kind of essentially hog the ball and shoot it at will, that didn't really happen tonight. Wendell shot at nine, which is Normal, that's less than normal, actually. Um, Janai shot it 12 times, which it seems like some nights the game plan is to run the offense through Janai Broom, which I have no problem with. Zepp only shot it four times. KD only shot it six times. Allen shot it 10 times. That seems a little bit higher than normal. But Jalen Williams, he was two of three for like a big chunk of the second half. And it's like, why is he not shooting the ball more? He wasn't in foul trouble. He had two fouls for the entire game. And he played in 28 minutes across the contest. Jalen Williams, I, I don't I don't get it. He's such a team-first-minded guy. But like, Jalen, if you want Auburn to be a top three SEC team, you have to shoot the ball more than five times. Auburn is better when Jalen Williams is scoring. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that. 
I mean, that's just um, that's just it. Uh, Jesse pointing out that Flanagan took more than bad shots. Y- yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think we've kind of seen that from Allen over the past few games. Shooting a 10 times scoring eight, like that's not, I mean, it's not good, right? I'm, I'm not defending Allen Flanagan, but like, is, is that why we lost? I, I don't know if I'm buying that, but sure. Totally, Jesse. I am. Um, I'm with you on that. Um, wish he'd step up more. Actually, Jalen Gump Brave says this. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I think when when Auburn is at its best, when Jalen Williams is playing his best, his, his best basketball and a scoring threat. And like, I don't think the guard play was awful. And like, I know, I know David Jones is saying KD was awful, awful. And, like, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Like, I, I don't get why KD gets all the minutes that he does. 18 minutes seems too high. Shot it six times. Like, that's probably three more than it should be. Especially when Jalen's shooting at five. But, uh, yeah, I mean, did anything out of the ordinary happen for the guards? Wendell scored 16 on 10 shots. I'm fine with that. Zepp scored six points on four shots. I'm cool with that. He made... Two is four threes. I don't love that all of Zepp's shots were threes, but that is what it is. And KD went two of six for five points. Like, none of that's out of the ordinary. It's all the other stuff that's just like, it didn't work. It didn't work. And then defensively, like, I know people in the Lockdown Auburn Discord were like, oh my gosh, Leo Berman's like such a defensive liability. I'm like, I think Texas A&M was just making everything. Um... Let's see here. Yep, everybody agreeing about Jalen Williams. There's no question about it. Uh, Jack saying Bruce Pearl seems to get thoroughly outcoached anytime we play a small ball team. I don't know if I entirely agree with that. I think this year has been Bruce Pearl's like best job coaching on court that we've seen in a minute, probably since the Final Four team. But I, uh, I mean, look, Texas A&M has had our number coming into tonight. They were two of six since they entered the league in 2012 in Auburn. So now, now I guess they're, or I'm sorry, six and two. So now I guess they're seven and two in Neville arena since they joined the sec. That's wild. Especially with uh, how hard it's been for visiting teams to, to win there. Um, yeah. A lot of people talking about uh, Jalen passing up shots. I'm with you. I'm with you. It didn't make any sense to me. And I, I don't know, when, whenever I talk to Zepp, and Zepp will be on, on Locked on Auburn on Friday. I'm going to record a conversation with him on Thursday. But the big, the big thing I always ask him is, like, how often does shot selection come up in practice and in team meetings? And he's like, dude, it doesn't. It doesn't. I've asked him that both on air and off air just to see if he'd give me a different answer, and he hasn't. And so... I don't know, like, I don't think that's something that they really discuss when they're doing their timeout thing. I don't think Bruce is looking at Jalen and saying, like, you need to shoot more. It's just weird. It's just totally, totally weird. Um, I don't get it. I just, I don't get the strategy behind it. I don't get why Jalen Williams isn't shooting more. Um, folks asking where Daryl is. Daryl took his daughter to the game, and I hope they had a good time, all things considering. 
Jesse says, Bruce Pearl's biggest strength as a coach has always been motivating his players. He's never been a great game manager guy or a strategy guy. I think, I think Bruce as an on-court coach is, I think people just assume since he's so good at being a hype man and a motivator and a program builder that he's not good at other things. And like, I just don't think, I don't know if I fully buy that, but tonight wasn't good, right? I mean, he got out coached tonight, but also like he was playing against a team that just, there was like a 12 minute span of game time. The end of the first half and the start of the second half were like Texas A&M, like they could have been blindfolded, standing at half court, looking the other way, and like just throwing it up, and it would have gone in. Like that's basketball. That's basketball. And like I get the frustration of all this, but this Auburn team can still be a top four team in the SEC. Does it get significantly tougher after tonight? Yes, because the schedule gets way harder. We'll talk about the schedule in a second, but. You had a home-and-home with Texas A&M coming up. You had a home-and-home with Tennessee. You have a home-and-home with Alabama. You need to win your home games. And this, you know, tonight's game was extremely winnable. And um, it just didn't, it didn't happen. Warwick Wyoming saying, Dap goes to a game and we lose. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, Cam asked, should Zep play one when Wendell goes out? Yeah, Zep's not a two. He's not a two. Uh, Yeah, I, I think he should. I don't think Trey Donaldson's really offering a whole lot right now. I thought he would be offering more at this point of his freshman year, especially with what we saw early in the season of the non-conference action. Um, but we're just not, we're not seeing that. And I think that has to do more with us not having a two, not having shooting guards than it does Zep like being best. Um, playing the two or being a one instead of a two. I, I think it's more about just that's the way the roster is. Sadly, YouTube user asked, where was Treyor? Um, I mean, where, where is this freshman class? Where's this freshman class been for the past month? Other than like, we see Trey Donaldson for like seven minutes a game. And that's kind of it. Yeah. He played seven minutes tonight. That's about right. That's about right. Nothing really stood out to me tonight. Other than like, why did Jalen Williams only shoot it five times? I, I I just can't, guys. I can't get over that. I can't get over that. Um, Jack saying, don't understand why BP didn't just put Zep on Radford the entire game. He didn't do anything anytime he was guarded by Zep. Yeah, I mean Zep is a Zep is a defensive freak. There's no question about it. That's definitely the strength of his game. Tyrese Radford tonight for AM. Eight of seventeen shooting. Scored 30 points. The more impressive thing is he got to the free throw line 12 times. I mean, just, we didn't have an answer for him. We didn't have an answer for him uh, for anything. Jalen had seven assists and zero turnovers. I, I, I just got it. Like, let's think back to what happened. What was the first thing that Bruce Pearl said after Auburn lost to Miami? in the NCAA tournament last year. It's like, we got to build the team around Jalen. Now at the time, and, and we did a reaction show on this on Locked on Auburn, we're like, okay, he's just recruiting Jalen to come back. Jalen, don't enter the portal. And obviously he didn't. It's like, was that not discussed? Did you really just say that to recruit him? Like, I, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why we don't use Jalen more every single night. I just, I, I have no issue with it. Um, Wes says Wendell played selfishly tonight. 
I think Wendell played his game tonight. Wendell had five assists to four turnovers. Like, that's more, that's a better ratio than it has been at times this year. And he shot the ball 10 times and scored 16 points. Like, I actually had moments, Wes, um, where when I was watching in the second half, and there was a few times where Auburn got within eight. And it's like, okay, are they about to do this? Are they about to do this? Because you kind of felt it. I did anyway. Let me know if y'all did. I really, th- I really thought Auburn was going to come back. I don't know if they were going to win, but I thought they were going to come back. I thought it was going to be a three or four point game when it's all said and done. Obviously, that was not the case, but I thought it was going to be closer. I thought it was going to be a three or four point game, whether Auburn's favorite or A&M's favorite. I don't know. I don't know. But um, I forgot where I was going with all that. Oh, but yeah, like when, there were times in all that where I'm like, okay. Who do I, who's going to be the guy? Like, who do I want to have the basketball? And the answer every time was either Jalen or Wendell. And so I don't know. I've kind of been hard on Wendell this year. And I, and I think, um, I don't think that was entirely fair. So we'll see. Tanner asking, can we take the keys from Wendell pulling up from the logo yet? Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I'm actually cool with, Anything that restricts our guards from shooting as many threes as they currently are. Like KD shot, how many? Two, I think. Uh, Yeah, KD shot two threes. Like KD doesn't need to be shooting two threes. He just doesn't need to. And that type of game where every possession is so important for clawing back, KD doesn't need to be shooting two threes. That's just not, that's just not it. Lee Brands or Lee Bands ask, who carries this team moving forward if not Jalen? I think it's Wendell or Janai. But tonight's matchup was tough down low for Janai Broom. I mean, this A&M squad, like, this A&M team is good. They're a good basketball team. Um, and I was actually ready for Auburn to win. Everybody, like, start dissing A&M. Like, I was ready for that. I'm like, no, A&M's good. Like, A&M's a good basketball team. Uh, now they may be saying the same thing about, maybe saying that about us. We'll have to see. But I, I, I just, guys, this was a tough one. This was a tough one to watch. Uh, let's see. Chris Moore, 12 minutes, one rebound, one turnover, one foul. Yeah, somebody somebody else asked, like, did we rush Chris Moore's return? Maybe, but, like, I don't know. Is Chris Moore why we lost? There's only one time where I, I didn't like a play that involved Chris Moore, and, like, it also could have been Wendell's fault. Um Moore was open and he was running towards the basket and Wendell like threw it behind him. I don't think Wendell was anticipating him making a break for the basket, but like that was two points. That should have been two points, but that was really the only time where I noticed or thought like, Oh my gosh, Chris Moore, what are you, um, what are you doing? It's tough. I mean, tonight was not good. Tonight was not good for the season as far as standings, but as far as like Auburn, the team, like, we knew that this would be an option, right? Like we knew that there would be times where they would look like the first two minutes of the game where they scored like 10 points in like 20 seconds. We know that the team's capable of that. We also know that this team's capable of what we saw at USC, what we saw in Athens, and sadly what we saw tonight. It just looked different because it was a Neville and we saw a, a historic streak break. Texas A&M Aggies, more like agony, right? Right? Well, that's what it is when you watch tonight's game. But also, uh, agony is what you feel 
whenever anything revolving HVAC or electrical or plumbing goes south. And so you need to call our friends at the Henry Service Company to help take care of that. If you were in the Montgomery Tri-County area, you need to call our friends at 334-288-2700, Alabama license number 00021. Doesn't matter what time of day, doesn't matter if it's a commercial situation or a residential situation, um, be sure to give them love. And Clay, the owner, helped me come up with that terrible pun. So be mad at him. Be mad at him. Not me. I'm just kidding. No, give him a call. 334-288-2700. Alabama license number 00021. More from our friends at Henry's in a bit. Uh, okay. Let's discuss what this team looks like moving forward. And then um, y'all load up with questions. I'll, I'll come back to the questions and. In just a second, my voice is gone from yelling at the TV. I'm sorry. All right, so they head to West Virginia as part of the SEC Big 12 Challenge. We'll see how that goes. We originally thought that that would be a potential quad one win situation. Does not seem to be that anymore. They've lost like, I think, six of their last eight. They've lost a lot lately. So that's certainly winnable. Georgia and Neville Arena, that certainly seems winnable. But then you go to Knoxville and you go to College Station and then you host Alabama and then you host Missouri. Like, it just gets tougher from here, guys. It just gets tougher from here. Then you get a little bit of a lull of winnable games, like Missouri at home, you're at Fandy, you host Ole Miss. Like, those are all winnable. But then you go to Lexington, you go to Tuscaloosa, and then you host you host Tennessee. And so it's just... Tonight was big because of the rest of the schedule is like brutal and you need as many SEC wins as you could possibly get. And Auburn is sitting here right now with six and they got to find a way to get to what? 13 get to 13 SEC wins. And so it's like, all right, Georgia at home is seven. I don't feel good about going to Knoxville. I don't feel good about going to College Station now, even though, like, is A&M going to sweep us? I don't know. Alabama, I mean, look, basketball's weird. You know, I mean, Auburn can certainly win that game. We'll see. I feel good about Missouri at home. I feel good about, you know, going to Vandy, hosting Ole Miss. And then I don't think Tennessee sweeps us, so I'll give us the I'll give us the that Tennessee, the, the finale where we host Tennessee. So that's one, two, three, four, five. That gets us to 11. I don't know where the other two are. If we're talking about like, you know, a top four seed uh, in the SEC tournament. And then, you know, maybe a, a five seed or something like that in the NCAA tournament. Like, I, I just, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. All right. Back to questions. Uh, Kenneth says our seniors are inconsistent and it's sad. They haven't gotten any better in four years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are inconsistent for sure to say Jalen Williams hasn't gotten better. I don't know about that. And then like Allen from last year to this year, I think he's significantly better. I mean, he messed up his Achilles. I don't, I mean, that's not, that's not the Auburn coaching staff's fault. Wes asked, which environment do you believe is tougher, Knoxville or Tuscaloosa? Uh, just strictly environment, Knoxville. But, I mean, Alabama's the much better team this year. 
War Eagle Wyoming says, are we required to play in the SEC tournament? Why? Why wouldn't we want to play in the SEC tournament? <laughs> I'm missing something there. Uh, Doug says, Westry is transferring, right? I hope not. I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it. I think he's important for next year's team. I certainly hope that doesn't happen. I don't think that really, I don't think it really makes sense for him to. So, um, I don't know. I think he'd be really good here. Playing next to Aiden Holloway, like, I think that's going to make him better. Like, I don't know why you would leave and run away from that. Eisen says, why did he take out Lior? They were on a roll and playing with each other slash benefiting on defense. Lior Berman played in 10 minutes. Seemed like he played more than that, but played in 10 minutes. He shot the ball twice. He made one of his shots along two. It was very nice. Good move. Um, why did he take him out? I mean, Chris Moore is better than Lior Berman, but we talked about this before, right? We talked about this before with, you know, the Chris Moore is out and Chris Moore is, you know, a top four player on this team, but it's like, they are almost playing better without him there. Um, I'm not, I'm certainly saying don't, you know, I'm not saying to don't play Chris Moore, but I do wonder if chemistry plays a factor in all of that. Um, our guards got to help rebound. Some expect Broom to get every rebound. Per, Bruce Pearl guards are usually pretty decent at rebounding, despite their size. So Wendell got one, uh, Zep got one, and KD got three. So um, that's probably a little lower than the normal, but it's lower scoring game too. Tanner says Aiden Holloway in the house tonight. Not a good look. Why not? If anything, he's probably excited to come in and help and fix it. Uh, let's see. Wes saying, I think it's better that we struggle now and figure out ourselves later in the final four run rather than something like last year. I mean, in theory, but like there is a chance we never figure it out. And we need to start figuring it out soon. A few people were talking about this. I don't know if it was on Discord or if it was on Twitter. And please, I'm not comparing this to the final four year. I'm not gonna do I'm not doing that. But just remember, like basketballs, we are so football minded when we talk about college basketball from an Auburn point of view. We just are. We just are. But like that year, Kentucky killed us. Killed us. I remember doing a post-game show for for the the radio station I was working at at the time. And it's like that was tough. Like that was the least fun show I've ever done ever. And then two months later, they're about to win a championship. So let's just like, let's hold off. Let's hold off on, you know, anything drastically crazy. I think everything that happened tonight, I don't think it should surprise anyone. I think it should bum you out and maybe be frustrated. But we all knew that nights like this were an option. I think we expected it to be more likely to happen on the road than at home. And it stinks because this is like the first home game where we got to celebrate a little bit of, you know, the streak and holding the, the, the longest active home winning streak in college basketball. Like that stinks that we didn't get to have that, but it's fine. Like there's so many college basketball games. We all said this. Remember how we were talking after the Georgia game and we started playing good again. So just, just hold on, hold on. Let's pump the brakes. And Jalen Williams, shoot it twice as much as you did tonight. <laughs> that's that's all I ask. Um, D 
Yeah, Jesse's saying they beat us. Kentucky beat us by 30 in late February. And then that's when Auburn just turned it on. So, um, oh, man. All right. So, as far as just moving forward, um, I'm curious to see what Chris Moore looks like as he gets healthy. I'm curious to see what this team looks like on the road. Weird situation going up to West Virginia, to Morgantown. And that game's at 11 o'clock Central Time. It's at noon, you know, where they're playing in Eastern Time, but it's 11 o'clock game. We'll see. We'll see what that, we'll see what happens with, um, with all of that. But, uh, yeah. Hey, this is a good point. U.S. out says, um, with the Phoenix City profile picture. There we go. Says this could definitely take pressure off the team from a home games perspective. Yes. Yeah. So I went on radio in Montgomery today with Doug Amos on the Max Roundtable. And we talked about that February 11th matchup when all when Auburn hosts Alabama. And it's like, man, what if you know you got Alabama that's you know one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team in college basketball? And then they come in to try to like knock off Auburn off of that streak. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that would be awful. Like if they were the ones to do it. So, but I was like, man, that'd be a great storyline. You know, maybe it attracts college game day to come to town and, and things like that. So does it possibly take off pressure? Maybe, maybe, you know, I hope they're not thinking about that a ton, but like, how could you not? Right. Did Chris Moore even record a statistic? We just went over that. I think I forgot. Uh, he recorded a rebound and a foul and a turnover. So he's got a few there. Not exactly the stat line you'd like to see, but he did record a few. Oregon, Wyoming says more likely to sweep. Oh, most likely to sweep us. A&M, Bama, or UT are all three. Um, well, the fact A&M's halfway there, and they, they did it in Neville. So that's not looking super great. And then uh, I would probably say Bama is still the most likely. And then Tennessee after tonight is probably the least likely just because we haven't played them yet. Um, Wes says Morgantown is not an easy place to play. Other teams that have played them haven't had any trouble this year, but it's a different situation. SEC Big 12 Challenge is always a little interesting. Auburn has actually done decent in this thing. With the exception where they played the year, they played Baylor one year, the year they won the Natty. But other than that, like they've done well. I think they beat an Oklahoma team one year that like they weren't supposed to. And maybe it was like TCU. We beat a TCU team one year where they're like they were better than us. Um, Joshua White asking, did Tamu get us out of position or do we just have a bad defensive game? I think AM just made everything. I mean, there were several threes where, like, Leo Berman was on his guy, or Alan Flanagan was on his guy, and then just the threes went in. Teams have nights like that. I mean, we've, we've seen that from the Auburn perspective where it doesn't matter how well you're guarded. Heck, we saw it We saw it in the first 10 minutes of the game. I mean, there was a guy on Zepp, and Zepp still made it. You know, there was a guy in front of Wendell, and Wendell still made it. Um, I, I just think it was one of those nights, and we see that in college basketball. And we've been on the, we've been on the fun side of it, and obviously we've been on the bummer side of it and we were on the bummer side of it tonight I, I think that's all it is like i let me in, in the live chat right now am i am i too eh? am i too whatever about this game oh, i'd love to hear your thoughts am i too sh should i be more critical of what we saw tonight 
should I, I'm just kind of brushing it off. And I, I just think this is college basketball. And we've talked about this before in this SEC, the year in the SEC, like there's a ton of parody after Alabama. Like there's just a ton of parody and we found we got hit by it. We got hit by it because I don't think there's like four elite teams. I think there's five. I think there's one elite team and I think there's four solid teams. And I think, I think those four solid teams are, are fighting for the two, three and four seed in the SEC tournament. And I think it's us. I think it's Tennessee. I think it's Kentucky. I think it's Texas A&M. I think that's it because Missouri's out of it. Arkansas is out of it. Like I don't, I don't believe in either of those teams anymore. Um, yeah, a lot of people are agreeing. A lot of people are agreeing. Tanner saying I'm booging. Uh, yep. Multiple people saying I'm booging, which is cool. That's fine. Um, we're all about booging. So, uh, I think we're about to wrap it up. I mean, I got any more questions. Um, hit me up. We'll go for another few minutes here. I want to see, we put up some takeaways at auburndaily.com. I want to see if they said anything that I didn't pick up on. Uh, maybe not. Yep, here it is. Let's see. Big athletic teams have been a problem for sure. I mean, that's always been a Bruce Pearl thing. Like we saw that with, even like with Florida last year. Auburn is a success with zone defense. SEC officiating is really bad. Oh, we haven't talked about officiating. We haven't talked about officiating yet. So everybody's complaining about it. And I think officiating can be bad and even at the same time. Uh, let's see. The fouls were even. It was 18 to 18 when it was all said and done. Now, was it consistent? No, it was not consistent at all, but it was even. I think it was evenly inconsistent. So like, I just don't think that's why we lost. I think A&M got really, really hot. And whenever we were in striking distance, we would do something stupid. Wendell would just trip or drop the ball or Janai would just fall down um, whenever we had any kind of part of a momentum. So uh, Jeff saying, Zach, I, man, my voice is almost gone, guys. I apologize. Jeff saying, Zach, I have been saying I am not surprised because we struggle with these guys and bully ball. Yeah, Buzz Williams, the Texas A&M head coach, he has given us problems. I mean, we saw it. We saw it last year. We saw it in the uh, in the SEC tournament game. We're like, we were way better than them, right? Like we, I mean, we we had two two first round draft picks on that team, and it's just like they they just they just kind of uh, they just kind of beat the crap out of you, and they're good at it. They're really good at it. Make you look like you're playing in a swamp. So everything slows down. They talked about it in, on the broadcast about how like A&M hasn't allowed a team to score over 30 points in the first half. And I don't think we did. Did we? No, we scored exactly 30. Yeah. So that, that's still uh, staying true. That's still staying true. Um, Devin saying, I didn't think officiating the side of the game. I agree with you. Thomas saying, how many teams get in the big dance out of the SEC, in your opinion? In Lenardi's latest bracketology, he's gone back and forth between six and seven. There's been a few times where he didn't have Kentucky. I assume he'll have Kentucky in it again. Mississippi State was in it, and they're out. So probably, probably six. I'll say six right now. Um, 
All right, cool. I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much to Henry Service Company for sponsoring this this show. It was a little bit different flow because Dap wasn't here. Um, so everybody blame him. Everybody blame Dap for, for tonight. No, I'm just joking. Uh, the Henry Service postgame show. Give him a call, seriously. For any of your HVAC or plumbing or electrical needs, they have you covered. And look, they treat you like people. They treat you like people. That's why they're so great to deal with. They understand like how important it is to you. A lot of times you'll call a place and they'll just be like, yeah, whatever. You can tell it's like, oh, it's not their problem. Um, Henry Service Company, they, they realize how important it is to your family. So give them a call one more time, 334-288-2700, Alabama license number 00021. So good to talk to all of you very late on this Wednesday, and we will be back Saturday. That game's at 11 Central, so we'll probably go live a little after one, hopefully discussing an Auburn win over West Virginia. Until then, you can find all my written work at auburndaily.com. This has been the Henry Service Co. Post Game Show. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.